Hey tribe, welcome back to the third season of a Trademarked Conversation podcast, a podcast dedicated to establishing a lifestyle of abundance through faith. As the world fights in solidarity against the threats of COVID-19, we all could use more inspiration to quell the unrest the world and our community is experiencing. The past two seasons have been amazing with your support, and I hope to enter this season with that same awesome momentum. So let's get into it. The ways of the world have been turned upside down. The way the world has operated has seen an unprecedented upheaval. So many people are in need of help and hope as we all navigate the threats of health, freedom, and the pursuit of happiness in the midst of great confusion, fear, and loss. Here's an undeniable truth. We are not the first. Our ancestors went before us on this journey in the wilderness to a place they had never seen a place the masses said didn't even exist. They had seen the writings on the wall. They have heard the cries of injustice and suffered under the hands of wicked pharaohs in the land. And amidst all the turmoil experience, there was then a way of victory. There was then a bomb of Gilead. There was then a ram in the thicket. There were floods and fires that purged and refined the land. And there was fury and then peace. There was then a valley of dry bones and a prophecy fulfilled. Collectively, as we experience all the challenges associated with this season, we remember yet the greatest demonstrative love of light and life. One that traversed a journey for us, went in isolation for us and rose in love and power so that we could too. These daunting times are no match for the creator of the universe all-encompassing love unyielding manifested for us, risen for us, and dwelling with us always, the lover of our souls fulfilled a promise that could never be broken and gives us hope for the abundant days ahead. So let's talk about how hope can inspire us to take courage in turbulent times as we continue to trust our trademark and march forth. Welcome back, tribe. It's another beautiful day of hope, a day that symbolizes the promise of love and light, and amidst all that we're experiencing, that is much to be grateful for. The sun is shining brightly here in Patterson, New Jersey. We might just break 70 degrees. We have been having such a cold and frigid winter, so today's warmth and sunshine meets us like a breath of fresh air. I'd like to take a moment to recap a little bit for people new to the podcast. Trademarked is a lifestyle brand and anchored by two fundamental principles. Back in season one, we introduced the trademark tenets of love and light as principles that establish our faith. Two expressions of the creator's essence and divinity that illuminate our path and distinguishes our trademark. Throughout this podcast, we explore topics, lessons, and inspiration that promote holistic wellness. And that gives us methods of mindfulness to help navigate this rather nuanced life and embrace the abundance that love brings. We express God's word as the fundamental place we build from, a place we find identity, freedom, and abundance. Our trademark is ordained and necessary for the world, so we use it every chance we get, one brilliant light at a time. It's March 9th, 2021, 
And boy, is it a stark difference from last year. We went from a lack of concern surrounding the coronavirus, thinking of it as a distant reality, to, to then a heightened plebiscity surrounding COVID-19, followed by social distancing recommendations that further led to job closures and school closures and hospital protocol changes, inmate releases from prison, and statewide shutdowns. The regulations for quarantines and social distancing have become our new normal, and it makes presence a privilege. Since the quarantine began, Zoom has become a widely used platform for social gatherings, whether it be work meetings, birthday parties, weddings, church services, and funerals. The way we used to come together has changed, and people are finding new ways to cope and communicate. I can't help but remember the days I would jump in my car and pick up my nieces and nephews and have them over for weekend sleepovers. The days we would spend at the trampoline parks and riding bikes in the park. It's like a distant reality. The change of tides reminds me of all the opportunities we had for closeness and intimacy that we allowed to slip by. Many of us are suffering from a strange emotion that comes from the way social distancing has impacted us and our ability to be around loved ones. Two of the five love languages are physical touch and quality time. Both of them have the ability to strengthen our relationships and to help us grow. They make room for conversation, sharing, and discovering things that we didn't know about one another. The more time we spend adding to our relationships, both in instances and interactions, the more aware we are of each other and our needs and dreams. The closer we become, the more light we shine, and the further we walk together in agreement. So naturally, having these expressions limited puts a strain on us. I'd like to take this time to offer my deepest sympathy and prayers to all the families who have experienced loss during the season. Whether by way of COVID or not, the global pandemic has changed the way in which we conduct funerals, and that is quite impactful on the grieving process. In many cultures, funerals and burials are communal, they often are gatherings of family, friends, and the community to help ease this grieving and provide moral support for the bereaved. Given the social distancing regulations, it is become difficult and in many ways impossible to have more than just the immediate family attend funerals. People are left with the loss of loved ones and dealing with them at home, alone, by way of Zoom and other means. And this new normal doesn't feel quite normal. COVID has affected the families so much. Some families have never had the opportunity to spend this amount of time together. Some people are realizing that there are fragments within their relationships. Some people are capitalizing on their time, while others are allowing the fragments to push them further away. For many families who have loved ones who are incarcerated, the idea of, of them being vulnerable to the population weighs heavily on them each day. Like my family, friend, and brother, who had been in custody for over nine months during COVID, was released in April to what was known as the historically first time our nation has ever released prisoners due to health concerns. So much has changed. So much is out of sorts. So much is frightening. So in the midst of all of this, how do we take care of ourselves? And what does taking care of ourselves actually mean? What does it look like? 
So without any inclination of what the days ahead would look like, on March 17th, I packed up my things in the office and went home to await further instruction on what our new teleworking situation would look like and for how long. I anticipated it being about a month or two, but never a year in counting. While the officials continue to make laws that would enforce the quell of COVID, details surrounding the virus and what we should be doing changed by the minute. I became increasingly fearful, mostly for my parents and the children, but also for myself. This fear became anxiety whenever I had to go to the supermarket, doctor's office, or do or even pick up the paper outside. I can remember spending 16 days straight indoors, and it took a toll on my energy and my spirit. After the first month, I adopted new routines for my diet, hair, skin, and nails, my shopping cycle, my workout routine, and I was feeling good again. I was still uber critical of who we interacted with, and I know I got on my family's nerves when they were not following protocol. I thought taking care of ourselves meant doing our part physically and following social distancing regulations. The months went by and it seemed to be no clearer whether things would return to normal. In September, we were advised that we would not be returning to work until December. And by December, we knew the tentative date would be June of 2021. Since then, I have lived through the 2020 riots and racial unrest, immense, tense, and frightening elections, both locally and nationally. And most importantly, heightened anxiety around what I I saw as a loss of time. At the beginning of the year, I recorded my last episode of season two entitled Manifest 2020. I was prayerful about all the ways in which the upcoming year was slated to be one of the best years of my life by way of vision and manifestation. I had plans for what I wanted to see manifest in my career, my relationships, my finances. For me personally, it was my Jesus year. And at age 33, there were so many things that I had yet to accomplish. And, I'm, and I wanted to make those goals visible and made plans to execute them. The year started off strange. And as the energy culminated, it just continued. Heavy racial tension. And the COVID virus that ran rampant, not only throughout our communities and the world, but our minds and hearts. As it manifested, it changed how we communicated, how we traveled, how we engaged socially, intimately. It changed our money. It changed saving and investing. It changed our practices in places of worship. It changed the frequency of a simple touch or kiss. Lovers and friends were exiled by quarantine with no end in sight. The onset of COVID, its effects, and the lack of control challenged my core beliefs. How could I have planned to manifest 2020 vision all on my own? But most importantly, how could I have done my part to plan and execute and still come up empty-handed? Goals missed, my vision was blurred, and my faith weakened. I wasn't taking into consideration just how dependent my goals were on me and not the creator. So when my freedom and abilities were confined, so were my goals. I essentially had a decision to make. Would I continue frustrating myself with what could have been? Or would I trust God for what will be? I'll admit it, I failed miserably. I became flustered, aggravated, uneasy, and at times ungrateful. You see, throughout the entire year, I'd been exposed to COVID unknown three times. All times by a close family member and friend. 
and yet I never contracted the virus. In the midst of all my frustration surrounding my inability to do what I saw fit, I couldn't see God's provision in my life. Since the beginning of COVID, I didn't miss one paycheck. I had the ability to save money that I would otherwise have spent on commuting costs and random shopping. I lost 30 pounds by way of clean eating practices and implementing running in the course of six months. My meditation and mindful moments were helping. My family was safe and I was happy. And all I could see were my ambitions being placed on hold. 2020, I declared to be a year of manifestations. But what did I actually manifest? I went through a season of heaviness because I, what I intended to happen didn't. And I had to remind myself every single day that it was okay. There were unresolved wounds that needed healing in my life. And 2020 forced me to see them and work through them. 2020 helped me to see that no matter how much we plan to manifest, if our vision isn't anchored in the creator's love, we can frustrate ourselves into anxiety. You can't ignore a part of yourself and be happy. You can't ignore your trademark. Who we are and who we are created to be must be fulfilled. Love and light helps bring ourselves to a place of grace before the awareness, a place of comfort during the heartbreak, and a place of joy during the victory. Anxiety does not help us. It doesn't do anything but silence our faith in exchange for worry. We learn to take care of ourselves by placing our faith and trust in the Creator to bring us through turbulent moments and arrive us safely at peace. If your 2020 was anything like mine, you were afraid and distracted. Perhaps your days were filled with tears and worries surrounding what you believe you had lost. So much so that you couldn't see all the blessings you held. Perhaps your 2020 wilderness experience is present with you today. If you are struggling to find energy to do what's necessary or to simply get out of bed, I encourage you to take a moment to help center your soul. The creator of the universe holds everything in place with his word. His word reminds us that he loved us so much that he sacrificed the greatest part of himself so that we could live abundantly. The part of the creator, that trademark, that love and light, it lives inside of you. You are beloved and cherished and could never be replaced. COVID-19 and the entire year of 2020 was a wilderness experience. One that presented fears that many of us didn't even know we had. Yet the creator of the universe did not forsake us or leave us helpless. He abides with us and provides for us a place of safety. A place of refuge in his word and in his arms. Would you close your eyes with me? Lift your head and focus your intention on the one who loves you. And let's declare these words. I am the creator's beloved. His love towards me sustains me even right now, and I will not be consumed in this season. Even when courage seems to be afar off and moving forward seems to be impossible, I will trust my trademark one faithful step at a time.
Well, there you have it. Episode 19 of season three. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of A Trademarked Conversation, a podcast dedicated to inspiring the world one brilliant light at a time. Meet us here bi-weekly to continue the conversations on love and light. I know life gets busy. Be sure to like, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you won't miss out on what we're doing and what we're getting into. Thanks again, and always remember to trust your trademark and courageously march for it today.